Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Grant Napier here on Listen Up. We've got the Eagles with a loss. We're going to talk about what happened in that game. we got the Kings and the Nets tonight followed by the Kings and the Spurs, the Kings and the Pistons. Marvin Bagley, by the way, starts for the Detroit Pistons now. So that ought to be an interesting finale for the homestand. And, of course, your phone calls right here on Listen Up. Let's start with the game last night. You know, there was some just, again, awful officiating in that game that had a bearing on the outcome of the game. It's so sad to see it all the time in professional sports. It just seems like it goes on and on and on. And I did a rant on this this morning. That final penalty on the Eagles for, you know, unsportsmanlike running into the quarterback is awful. Like, what is Brandon Graham supposed to do? He's charging at an upright quarterback. He's going at full speed. Okay? He then tries to hold up, goes to his knees. But the momentum, the law of physics, crashes him and Tyler Haneke. Haneke does what he wants. He gets an extra set of downs. Game over. I mean, what do you expect players to do? He was trying to hold up. Brandon Graham was trying to hold up. So now we're expecting our most prized athletes in the world who run at incredible speeds with incredible force to just stop. That's the way the rules of the game are supposed to be implemented. How about some common sense? You know, Heineke was barely touched on that play, okay? The player held up. I mean, the, the object of the rule, the purpose of the rule is to prevent injuries, right? Anyone out there think that Taylor Heineke was going to get hurt from the contact from Brandon Graham? No common sense when it comes to rules in sports. That one I do not understand. I, I, again, what are you expecting the defensive player to do? Just go from a fast rate of speed to stopping on a dime? That's what you expect? Again. You look at the contact. Was the contact egregious? No. Could have the contact hurt Taylor Heineke? No. Right? It was a tap. Bad. I hate that. Now, I don't know if the Eagles get the ball and go down the field and score a game-winning touchdown. I don't have a crystal ball. But they should have had an opportunity, in my opinion. All right, tonight, 
You have got uh, the Kings and the Nets on TNT. And, you know, with the Nets, they're playing better, obviously, since Jock Vaughn took over. The Nets are coming off a loss to the Lakers. It's another opportunity for the Kings to pad their schedule. Then they have San Antonio, who's really struggling right now, and Detroit. So they got an opportunity here. Tonight figures to be the more challenging of the three games. But we've talked about the Kings have a tendency to play to the level of their opponent. There won't be any letdown tonight. It's the only time the Kings are on national TV. So there, there won't be a letdown tonight. I could see it against the Spurs or the Pistons, but I don't see it tonight. I do not see that happening at all tonight. So we've got the NFL. We've got the NBA. We've got Major League Baseball free agency. What's going to happen with Aaron Judge? What's going to happen, you know, with the big players, the big names of Major League Baseball? We got all of that, plus your phone calls. You hit your hand icon. Hit that hand icon. I'll put you right up on stage with me, and we'll have a, a good conversation. All right? We got a lot going on right now. We have a lot going on. But, again, tonight, TNT, uh, Sacramento, and the Brooklyn head cases, followed by the Spurs uh, and the Pistons. All right? So let's get right to it. Why don't we start the show off with Connor? Connor, you'll be leadoff man. How are you today? Doing good, Grant. How are you? Good, Connor. What's happening, buddy? I had a couple points on a couple different sports. I think that this Cooper Cup going on IR all but ends the Rams season. No question. They're done. Over. Finished. Yeah, and then Anthony Rizzo resigns with the Yankees. I think that's a very good sign, especially with how close Aaron Judge he is. I think that's a good sign for him that maybe Judge will return. Maybe. Um, you know, I've been pretty open about how I feel about Aaron Judge. I would love to see him stay on the Yankees. Uh, right now he is the New York Yankees. But if I was making the decision, I wouldn't keep him. I would not sign Aaron Judge to that kind of money at, a, at his age with the way he plays. I don't think it's a smart investment long term. Short term, yes. Long term, no. Uh, I guess the other question, Connor, is what would the Yankees look like with Aaron Judge? Well, you know, they 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 would look to me uh, different, but they weren't winning with Aaron Judge. I mean, Aaron Judge's postseason numbers are pathetic, and I'm not necessarily down on the guy. All I'm saying is I would not make a ten year investment in Aaron Judge for that kind of money. Personally, I would not do it. If you want to win a championship, and that's what you are trying to do when you have the controls of the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees are about one thing. They're about championships. They're not about having a good season, and they're about winning championships. I would take a lot of that money, and I would go out and build a quality baseball team, not just around one guy, a quality team. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then talking about the Kings, I listened to your podcast about hope last night. Yep. And I think you had a lot of great points. But I think that, I mean, hope is a two-way street. I mean, Kings fans, they try to get hope after really from anywhere they can. And they usually, for the last 16 years, have been let down every time they get hope. So, I mean, That's hopefully great point. this can be the year of change. But I know it's a good thing, but sometimes it can work as a bad thing, too. That's a great point. Uh, you're absolutely correct. The Kings have been down this road before, 
And then all of a sudden, the hope is pulled right out from underneath them, and they don't have hope anymore, and it's doom and gloom, and it's like, here we go again. So, yeah, I get it. I absolutely get that. And this team, to me, has a player that they will not be able to replace if he gets hurt, and that's the Aaron Fox. Now, we talked about a caller thought it was DeMonta Sabonis. I think they'd have a difficult time without Sabonis, too, but I think they could make up for it more so than without the Aaron Fox. Personally, I think if De'Aaron Fox goes down, you know, this team's going to really struggle to win games. Yeah, I agree, because what we've seen out of Davion Mitchell this year hasn't been too promising on the offensive end. Nope. Nope. No, it has not. And so, I mean, this is the first national TV game in a long time. I don't remember the last time the Kings were on TNT, but, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what, like, the national broadcasters, what the narrative is around the Kings during the show yeah it will be and i think uh brian anderson is doing a game with stan van gundy so you know we'll see what they have to say absolutely you know thank god it's not chris weber who's going to come in and embarrass himself uh on tnt again at least we can be thankful for that so brian anderson stan van gundy uh are on the call tonight yeah that's basically it for today hopefully the kings can win tonight it's probably the hardest of the next three games but Still expect them to Thank win. you. Yep. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Bye-bye. All right, let's move along. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen Up. And we are going to welcome in Nico. Hello, Nico. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. How about yourself, man? Been a while since I tapped in with you, man. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice, Nico. What can I do for you? Right on. Right on. So the uh, reason why I'm calling, man, luckily I was able to catch the show when it started overall. Um, I want to touch on the Kings, and I want to touch on De'Aaron Fox. So. Uh, a couple things. A, it's been, obviously, it's been really refreshing to see the team, you know, as of late from this beginning of the season, I should say, as of late, the second half of that, you know, 12-game stretch, first, you know, first 12 games. Finally figuring it out, it seems like it, at least, right, from an optics point of view. It seems like they're starting to get it together. It seems like guys are buying in. It seems guys are, are gelling and fitting into their roles and, Mike Brown's, like you, you know, quote you, uh, pushing the right buttons. Um, yep. With that being said, I want to touch on De'Aaron Fox, right? So in the beginning of the year, you know, into the end of last year, there was a lot of um, debate, you know, controversy on De'Aaron Fox. If he's the guy, can the Kings go so far with him being your eight, your number one option, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth with what I've seen from him and, you know, from year one to five. I mean, obviously I've seen him grow. We all have, I've seen him progress. I've seen him elevate, but what I really, what I was saying personally before this season even started was, was, you know, point, point blank period this. If he doesn't step up after the contract that he just got and with the pieces that, uh, you know, um, blanking on the general manager's name right now, uh, Monte. Monty, Mc, has, Monty McNair. Thank you. Uh, has putting around him, which, you know, they're not, you know, superstar guys, but they're, they're NBA solid players, right? They're role, they're solid role players and they're, they're solid fit, missing fitting pieces that can add to the rotation as we're starting to see what this team would be capable of becoming, right? right? With the exception and, of Sabonis, who's more than just a, that type of a player, he's a two-time all-star, but yes, for the most absolutely. part, you're correct. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, with all that being said, you know, I, I kind of, this is where my fan, my fandomness and my personal, you know, uh, battle with, you know, my love and hate for sports kind of come into play with Darren Fox, right? That's why I'm going to go and lead into him is 
I, I, because I was hearing rumors that if, you know, I don't, I can't, you know, uh, use the source. I don't know where I read this from that was reliable and if it's credible or not, but he was basically saying, if we don't, if we're not in the verse for playoff contention towards, you know, the end of the year, then I'm going to request for a trade and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm to the, you know, as a fan, as a loyal, diehard Sacramento native, I was like, dude, we've given you everything outside of just a stand-up organization. But as far as being a professional, as far as playing the game that you love as a kid and all these other things, the money and all that comes with it, you know, being coming that leader and taking that next step into and that level of the top tier guys in this league, I'm just, I was kind of like bittersweet about it. I'm like, dude, if you, if you don't step up this year and we're not in well, playoff contention, it's because of you. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me, let, let, well, let me add it something. I don't, I don't recall De'Aaron Fox ever saying that. If he did say that, uh, it went right over my head. I don't ever recall De'Aaron Fox saying that he would request a trade uh, at the end of the year if the Kings weren't this or that. So I don't know where that came from. I'm hearing it from uh, the, for the first time from you. I don't know if that's true or not. But what I do know is I was pretty hard on De'Aaron last year because I thought after the Kings rolled up the Brinks truck and emptied it in his house, I thought he let the team down. I thought he was, you know, like leadership. Yeah, exactly. And I, I right. was critical of him. I thought it was unprofessional. Uh, I thought that, gee, that's how you're going to thank the organization by, right. you know, being a malcontent, looking unhappy. And but you know what? Since the Sabonis trade, he's been a completely different player. And let's hope Overall, it continues. Yeah, yeah yep. no, I, I, I agree 100 percent. And again, I can't I can't uh, prove that that uh, allegation that I'm basically uh, putting out there towards him. I read it somewhere and I don't remember the source that I read it from. So excuse me to the rest of the yep. you know listeners. I don't want it to be uh, false news, but maybe I just got caught in one of these live bait click. Maybe. Things. Yeah, you, you could know? be. I don't. I don't ever. I, I don't ever recall him saying that. I. I don't. Uh, I just want to end it like this, and I'll you know I'll hop off. But I just want to say I. I really love what I'm seeing from him. This is all around game, his leadership, and you know what, his shot looks great, dude. He, that that mid range yeah. shot reminds me of a vintage, yeah. uh, Chris Paul. You know, it just that elbow yep. mid range jumper is just money. He keeps that up, and everybody stays healthy, man. I mean, this this is looking good. Yep. But thanks, Grant. Thank you, Nico. Good hearing from you, buddy. Take care. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon uh, and we can do it. Uh, Kings and Nets uh, coming up in a couple of hours from Sacramento. Again, a rare, rare national TV appearance for uh, Sacramento. No Kyrie Irving, which, you know, the Nets have been much better without Irving. Be interesting to see how that all unfolds as uh, we move along. But they do have Kevin Durant, right? They do have Kevin Durant, and he's a superstar. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So we'll see. Tonight, uh, Sacramento and Brooklyn on TNT. All right, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you uh, right up on stage. Then uh, we will talk about the NFL with uh, the week beginning again on Thursday. How crazy is the National Football League this year? Just look at the teams that we thought would be good that aren't, and vice versa. Look at the AFC East. Look at the NFC East. Unbelievable. Really is. All right, let's get to John. John, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you today? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I hear you loud and clear. All right, man. My phone's been acting up today. I'm not sure what's going oh, okay. on. With it, but, but, hey, I'm glad you can hear um, man, a million topics. You just started talking about football. 
what a bad weekend for good quarterbacks. Great quarterbacks did okay. Rodgers, Brady, they did okay. But good quarterbacks, all like, I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird weekend in football to me. Well, I'll tell you this. Josh Allen better start playing better for the Buffalo Bills because his mistakes uh, in the red zone the last okay. couple of weeks. There, you, can you believe this? Do you know the Buffalo Bills are in third place currently in the AFC East? Think about that for a minute. That's so hard to believe, and that's hey, you nailed the topic that I was getting at, man. Josh, for one, I mean, it it was a uh, pretty nuts, and and for Josh Allen to, I don't know, uh, play like that, it makes me wonder: was his elbow really hurt or something? Was it bothering no. him? It didn't no. seem like it to me. It, physically, he seemed well. Fine. He made he's been he's been making the same mistakes the last couple of weeks, and that was before yeah. he hurt the elbow. So I would say no. I would say no as well, but it you know it just makes you wonder because I did not expect that performance from him, but that's just how it is. I was talking uh, to Sean Salisbury yesterday, and we were talking about this, and he he said that you know your eyes have nothing to do with your elbow, that he's not reading the defenses properly right now, you know that what? he's not seeing the field right. I agree with that a hundred percent. I I heard was that on the podcast? I think I did catch part of that podcast. Um, man, Sean uh, it was on my it was on my YouTube live channel, and uh, we talked about this for about five minutes yesterday. But go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah, I I did catch part of that, and man, he he's spot on, and he is so freaking knowledgeable. You know, you know as well as anybody does. That dude is so knowledgeable about almost yeah, he's awesome about almost everything that goes on. Um, as for the Kings tonight being on TNT, holy shit, Grant. I wish you were doing the game still, and everybody listening does too. But this is how it goes, and I'm I'm glad that finally we're getting a little bit of national exposure for yep. a for a team that seems to be playing pretty well, and hopefully they can keep up. You know what's been going on the last four game, last handful of games instead yep. of the first handful of games. Yep. And I think Mike yep. Brown. He's Mike Brown is a teaching a style that everybody's starting to uh, to dig into mentally, to, to understand mentally, I guess. And then it, physically, too. It, when you dig into his style mentally, physically it comes along because he's making you do laps like you're a freaking little kid, and, which is kind of encouraging to me anyways. Yeah, well, it's, it's all good right now, John. You know, it's a long season. We're still not even at Thanksgiving yet. So there's going to be uh, ebb know. and flow. I mean, this team – this team's going to go through rough stretches. They are. And then it will be interesting to see, you know, how they handle it. But, uh, John, good hearing from you, buddy. I hope that your phone uh, holds out on you the rest of the day, John. I don't want you I don't want you without your phone, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, if I could throw this freaking thing away, Grant, I could. But it is too damn important for work. And, hey, just to talk to old friends like you. <laughs> there you go, buddy. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Do the same, buddy. <laughs> All right. Let's move along to uh, – some more phone calls right here. Uh, listen up with Jerry. Jerry, how are you today, buddy? I'm fine, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good. Grant, seems like you're uh, catching a cold, bud. You sound kind of different. Uh, yeah, I am, fighting a, I am fighting a little bit of a cold. You know, this uh, temperature in the low 80s just is not good for me. It's affecting my health. I'm not used to, you know, temperatures in the <laughs> 80s uh, when the rest of the country's freezing their ass off. So what happens, That's... you know, I, I, I get a cold. Go figure, right? 
It's cold, Grant. It's cold here in Sacramento, my friend. Hey, Grant, want to yep. ask you something. Did you see that thing today in Facebook where uh, the owner, Mark Davis, was saying that Josh McDaniels is doing a fantastic job? I know. What do you think is going Mark on Davis there? Mark Davis is delusional. Uh, Mark Davis is delusional. That's what it is. It's, uh, you know, Mark Davis is the same guy that will say that it will fire Josh McDaniels at the end of the year. So Mark <laughs> Davis is delusional. He really is. He's a delusional individual. Grant, let me ask you something, too. Uh, you said uh, this a while back uh, that TNT, uh, uh, do you think they are biased toward uh, teams that they're not used to having on national TV? Or is it just, I mean, they uh, no. like they have their favorite teams? No, they're, they're going to put the teams on that are the best teams in the league that have uh, the highest ratings. When the Kings were one of the most exciting teams in the NBA in the early 2000s, the Kings were on TNT all the time. They were on national TV the maximum number of times allowed by the NBA rules. So no, uh, it, they go with the teams that are good, uh, the teams that have star attractions on them. And that's why the Kings have not been on national TV very much. And Grant, have you thought about like when you do your post game shows like YouTube, because uh, I think you get a, a lot of responses to that. And yep. it's very, it's very exciting to hear what everyone has to say. Um, do you think uh, you might do a show uh, probably tonight, sir, or? I'm not going to be able to do it tonight because um, of a, I have a, a you wouldn't, I can't even tell you my schedule. You, would, you wouldn't believe it, but uh, I'm actually going to be on a late night flight right after the game. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have the accessibility. If my flight is delayed, okay, then I'll put it up on Listen app. You'll know, you'll get a notification and I'll do it, but that's only if I'm delayed, which by the way, Probably, you know, with the way the airlines are running, that's probably a 95% certainty that my flight will be delayed or canceled. You know, that's the way it's going, right? So, right. I'll, I'll, but just follow me here. If I can do it, I can do it. But right now, the answer is no. All right, sir. Well, uh, Grant, enjoy the show. Keep it up. Have Thank a good you. Day. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye now. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Hey, Grant, how are you doing? I, I didn't know cold still existed. Yeah, well, they do if you don't take care of yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was just COVID yeah. these days. <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. Well, you know what? Um, I'm not even testing for COVID because I'm like, well, if I have COVID, then I have COVID. You know, like, what am I going to do? First of all, I feel I feel actually normal. I just have a little cold, but I mean, I feel normal. There's no other issues that I'm dealing with. So I'm like, nah, it's just a little cold. Cool, cool. I mean, cool. do you know anybody? Let me ask you this since you brought yeah. up COVID. Do you know of anyone? Seriously anyone whether you know them personally or know of them that hasn't had covid uh yeah actually i do really I do. okay i don't i don't i don't know anyone that hasn't had covid interesting okay yeah that surprised uh, me your answer so, surprised me yeah somebody uh very close to me um actually has not had it so okay a good well, thing good. too so yeah that's good um, Good. But, you know, there's a lot of people just like you that, you know, say, screw it, I'm not going to test. And maybe they had it. And, you know, they just don't know. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it's silly. Personally, this is just me speaking. I'm not speaking uh, as an expert in the medical field. I think under the symptoms that I have, which is just very minimal congestion with no other symptoms, I'm not going to test for COVID. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you 100%. Um, hey, do you think that Mark Davis's comments were kind of a, you know, a, the starting of a goodbye wave to Derek Carr? And how are you feeling right now if you're Derek Carr? Probably. Uh, I, I think Mark Davis is a horrible owner. And I say that, and I like Mark Davis, and I know Mark Davis, and 
I used to talk to Mark Davis every single time the Kings played the Warriors in Oakland because he's a diehard NBA fan and diehard, uh, you know, just Warriors fan. And I always used to talk to him. And he was always cordial and nice. And I enjoyed talking to him. We had great conversations. I don't, when I say this, it's not personal. I just think the guy's a terrible owner. I think he's a horrible owner. Yeah, uh, you know, some owners are a little bit out of touch. I mean, that's not yeah. out of the norm. You know, every owner seems to be a little bit different, and uh, they have their yeah. own personalities. Um, but, hey, I'm not going to stay on long. The one question or one question I did want to kick to you and kind of get your thoughts is, how do you think the Kings are going to guard Durant tonight? Wow. Um, they're, they're not going to give him the same look all the time. I believe they're going to have to come at him in a lot of different ways. And I know it's an old cliche. They're going to have to make someone else beat you. You can't let Kevin Durant beat you. So, but I, my experience in the NBA is the real, the, the elite players, and he is an elite player, really doesn't matter what you do. They're still going to score. They're still going to figure it out. So you really can't do anything. If, if Kevin Durant brings his A game tonight, you can put 12 guys on him and it's not going to matter. He's still going to find a way to beat you. Right. No, you're you're absolutely right. I, I'm just curious because I heard uh, Kevin Herter's comments about uh, Mike Brown against Steph. He uh, just sporadically dropped him a little bit into a box and one. And yep. a little bit of zone. They mixed that in. Um, and I, I look at the roster and I wonder who they're going to put on him. Obviously, HB tonight would be my first guess. Um, maybe a little bit of Keegan. Maybe. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. But again, Durant is going to score his. You, you I, I, again, I, I think Durant's going to get his numbers. He normally does every time he plays. You yeah. just have to hope that no one else goes off on the nets. And you really have to, you know, lock down on that. Durant's going to get his. That's just the way he is. He's too good of a player. Well, hopefully, I, know, I heard Conman's call, you know, the Kings rise to the occasion um, and don't have an off game like they did against the Lakers after a big win. Um, did you say Ryan Anderson's doing the game tonight? Uh, Brian Anderson. Oh, Brian. Yes, Anderson. Brian. Okay. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Brian Very Anderson good. is uh, doing the game. He, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Brian uh, as a basketball announcer. I think he's a great. I think he might be the best baseball announcer in, in America. I love the guy on baseball. I think he is uh, extremely boring on NBA. He's professional. Don't get me wrong, but he to me his voice does not translate into a good basketball announcer. He's much better suited, in my opinion, uh, for baseball. And again, if he's doing a baseball game, I'll watch it because I think he is a great, great, great baseball announcer. But I think he's a bad basketball announcer. That's just my opinion. Very good, very good. Well, hey, uh, have a great rest of the night. Travel safe, feel better, and uh, go Kings. Thank you. Appreciate that. I actually, as I said, as I said, I feel fine. I feel good. Could be allergies too, you know? I go out for long walks every day. Could just be allergies. Who the hell knows? But it is what it is. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. 
We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say hello to uh, Dorian. Hello, Dorian. How are you? Hey, Grant. It's a beautiful day in Sacramento. Hope you feel better, bro. I'm actually one of those people that haven't been sick in four years, so um, I'm really grateful. Well, guess what? I, I worked. I did the Kings games for 32 years, all right, and I didn't miss one game because of illness. That's amazing. So I got you beat. But go ahead, buddy. And we, we say that we'll both probably wake up tomorrow with debilitating diseases and we're going to be sick as a dog because we're talking about it. We're bragging when we should keep our mouth shut. But anyway, go ahead, buddy. You're totally right. And we appreciate you what you do, Grant. So, again, all Thank of you. us Kings fans, all of we love you. Um, question. You. Um, I don't really follow. Uh, I played football in college at Sacramento State, but I don't really follow sports as much as I did back when I was younger. Do you think just uh, do you think from your personal point and for anybody else in the room that watches sports a lot, especially basketball, do you think it's a little far fetched now for teams to hold uh, other teams under 100 points? Just like, you know, yes. yeah, because, you know, Mike Brown and defense and stuff like that, you know, back then it was a everybody now, you know, from one through five can score. Bigs can shoot threes now. Do you think, like I said, do you think it's just a little far fetched for teams to hold yes. other teams under 100 points for sure? Not going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to happen. By the way, you play football at Sac State. They're having a pretty amazing year, aren't they? Yeah, ten and zero, man, ten and zero. Hopefully, they uh, they get Davis uh, this 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 weekend and, and win the Calder Classic and and uh, win the. You, first you know, game. I I announced I announced those games for many years, and sure. I had so much fun. And you know, when Bob Matos was the coach at Sac State and Jim Soker was at UC Davis, I announced all those games, yeah. and I I absolutely love being around the late Bob Matos, the late Jim Soker. They were great, great people. And that's where I first met Greg Knapp, you know, rest of the soul. You know, Greg was uh, so off. Greg was on the, the staff with Bob Matos when I uh-huh. moved to uh, Sacramento. And I got to know Greg very – he was one of the first people that I met. And I became very friendly with him. And we um, – I'll just – not to get off on a tangent. What happened to Greg Knapp is so sad and so awful. And I had seen him during the pandemic uh, at my gym – in Folsom. He was in town with his wife visiting uh, a 
family and they were getting ready to head to the lake for a couple of days up in Lake Tahoe, right in the, right during the pandemic. And I just, um, and this was when he was a coach with the Falcons and just to think, you know, he's on his bicycle and he goes out and boom, yeah. you know, that's it, you know, and uh, just so, so horrible. But back to what you were saying about Sac State, I'll tell you, there are a couple of people that I have a lot of respect for with that, with that university. And sure. One was Bob, and Bob, of course, you know, with his, I believe he uh, perished from brain cancer. And Bob was a great guy, and I used to love talking uh, to Bob. But then when John Bolick uh, came in, John was very boisterous, and John was very, um, John talked a big game, and I used to joke with John because I was interviewing him once, and he said, we're going to become the Florida State yeah. of the West. And I said, John, stop it. You know, I'm like, John, stop it, would you please? And he looked at me, I'm like, John. He goes, no, we're going to become the Florida State. I go, John. And I'm literally on the air with him. I go, John, stop it. Would you, John, stop it. You're not going to become the Florida State of the West. You go, But anyway, so John, I have the utmost respect for John. I, I, John Volick, to me, is a great human being. And what I loved about John is he came into Sacramento State and wanted to change things and wanted to make Sacramento State great. And he did everything in his power to try to make that happen. And even to this day. I still exchange messages with John. As a matter of fact, I just heard from John recently asking me how I'm doing. You know, John, by the way, reached out to me after uh, everything happened to me two years ago. He was one of the first people that reached out to me. I have the utmost respect for uh, John Bullock. And and I will tell you, I'm actually very happy to see Sac State doing as well as they are. Me too. Um, just, just, just because I, over the years, got to know a lot of people with the uh, university. and. And I'll tell you what else. Sac State was the first, uh, you know, university to open up the door for my foundation. And I, I will never forget that. They, they, they said yes to our students that if they had the minimum requirements academically, they would get automatic admission in the Sac State. And then all the other uh, state schools in California follow. But Sac State was the first. They also let us use one of their rooms. Uh, to conduct our student interviews when we went from a couple of hundred down to 16 finalists. And they allowed us to use their university to hold our interview process with family members, the students. And they were always great to me. And I will never forget that. But I'll tell you, from a football point of view, I met some great people with that program. And I'm very happy that they're doing so well. So that Causeway Classic is coming up on Saturday. Wow. Is that yep. at Sac State or is it UC Davis? That'll be at Sac State. So it'll be a pretty big, uh, they've been averaging around 17,000 fans. So that's uh, great. Biggest, biggest it's ever been. I, when I played, I played from 10, 20, 20, 2010 to 2013. I got hurt in spring football and the end of my career. But uh, we probably averaged, man, maybe around 12,000. So it's uh, it's really cool. Local Troy Taylor, head coach from Folsom, is doing really amazing stuff. Yeah. I play I played third string, so behind DeAndre Carter, who's now with the Chargers. He just had a touchdown yeah. against the 49ers. And behind Austin Dotson, who's a really big fitness influencer. And my roommate in college was Todd Davis, who won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. So uh, wow. it's been really, really, really you. cool. Yeah, it's been really cool for Sac State. Thank you so much, Grant. I appreciate it. Hope the Kings get a W tonight. Let's go, Kings. Thank you. One of the funniest moments in my broadcasting career Early on in my tenure in Sacramento, I was doing UC Davis football on cable TV, right? And I worked with the swimming coach at UC Davis. I, if I remember correctly, his name was Bill Swimley, I think, okay? 
And Bill and I are doing the game together. We're playing up. You know, Davis is at Nevada, Reno. And the guy that produced the games and ran the show, his name is Clint Cochran. And if you can just imagine a type A personality and multiply that by 10, that was Clint. Okay. So, I mean, you cannot make this up. We're on the field doing our open on TV. And I am doing a game with Bill. And Bill did not know how to stand with the camera. In other words, he was standing incorrectly. So I'm on live TV. I am not exaggerating. And I'm talking and I look down and Clint is on his hands and knees like a dog trying to pick up Bill's feet to move him in a certain direction towards the camera. And I am literally going, what the hell have I gotten myself into? All right, right out of the go. I mean, I, I, I wanna say I moved to Sacramento, I believe, uh, well, I, don't, I know this, I moved to Sacramento in July of 1987. I think I started doing the UC Davis games that fall. And I will never forget being up there on the football field at Nevada, Reno, and on live TV, and I look down, and there's Clint, like a freaking dog, trying to pick up the feet of Bill. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, but I'll tell you, I used to love talking to Jim Soaker. Jim Soaker was the salt of the earth. Jim Soaker was everything that was right and good about college athletics. And I used to love announcing the Causeway Classic Games. I did many of them. I did a lot of them. And they were always fun. They were always, they were really fun. And got a chance to meet some really tremendous people along the way with uh, both universities. But I'll never forget that. Wow. I'm like, and then I think I'm going to go, Clint, let me ask you something. If you're on live TV and you're not used to being on TV, you're kind of nervous. How nervous do you think you're going to be if somebody is literally at your feet trying to pick up your, your feet while you're trying to talk on TV? I'm like, Clint, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Seriously, Clint. I'm like, Clint, what's wrong with you? I'm like, <laughs> and he's looking at me, what? He wasn't pointing in the right direction. I had to get him to move. I go, Clint. He's on live TV. You're going to go down on, on, like a dog and try to pick up his feet, move him to face the camera the right way. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, that was just one of many experiences doing uh, UC Davis football. But I loved it. I used to love it. It was great stuff. It really was. It was a lot of fun. And then when I started doing the Kings the year following, uh, I could only do the games to like the middle of October. So I would do the games in September. And then if I was not, if we didn't have a game on Causeway Classic Saturday, uh, I would do those games. I loved them. I, I did, you know, Channel 31 did a couple of the games uh, that I was involved with, both at Sac State and Davis. It was always fun. It was always, always fun. All right, I want to hear from you. You can hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. I love sharing memories like that because I I just 
I had just when when Dorian was telling me about playing football for Sac State, and again, some of the great people that I met. I'll never forget the first time I met Greg Knapp on the practice field. And because Bob, I was just interviewed Bob Matos. And um, Bob said, come here, I want you to meet somebody. And he introduced me to Greg Knapp. And if you knew Greg Knapp, Greg was just like, Greg would talk to you about anything for a long time. He would, he was genuinely interested in you, wanted to know where I was from, what my background was. Hey, it's great to have you here in Sacramento. Hey, whatever we can do for you, it's great to have you out here. Thank you for the coverage. Same with Bob. Bob was the same way. Bob was like, hey, we really appreciate you coming out here and doing a story. And, you know, they were looking for any publicity they could get. But Greg was great. He used to love Greg. And then to watch him elevate his career and become as successful, you know, he worked with some of the game's best quarterbacks of all time. You know, I mean, he used to love talking with Greg. I, I, that day when I saw that news, um, I, I just, you know, you just never know. I mean, you just never know. Live life to your fullest. You, know, you think about that. Greg Knapp's going out for a bike ride and gets hit by a car, ends up in a coma, and dies shortly thereafter. Just like that. Boom. Right? I mean, sad, sad story. Sad story. And what's also sad, you know, as I talk about the three individuals that I met when I first moved to Sacramento and they're, they're not here anymore. You know, Bob Matos, Jim Soaker, such, I mean, Jim, I mean, they, they were both so great for their respective universities. But when you think about Jim Soaker and what he did, what he did at UC Davis was remarkable. The uh, number of players and quarterbacks that went into the National Football League, amazing, right? Amazing. Ken O'Brien. But Jim Soaker, what a great, great football coach. I, I also shared this with Jim. I was out on the practice field for the first time at UC Davis. And I got there before practice began. And it's the first time I met Jim. And they come out, sees me with the camera. The sports information director had told him I was there. And he came up and introduced himself to me. Same thing, asked me where I was from, my background, took a genuine interest in me and said, hey, you're welcome here anytime. Thank you very much. So about, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, I went up to him and I said to him, you know, my father played college football at a small college in New York, Union College. And when you walked out, onto the field because my brother went to college there. My brother played football there too. There was just something about the program that just felt right. And after watching UC Davis practice and how Jim handled his team, I just felt like there was some, there was a feeling over the football team that they were going to be good, that all of the players knew the history of what Jim had accomplished at UC Davis. And I remember talking about that with Jim and about culture. And that's the one thing that always stood out to me after talking with Jim Soker. The culture at UC Davis was that when you came there to play football, first and foremost, you were going to get an education. 
All right. And Jim made sure of that. You know, you weren't there to play football. You were there to go to school. Oh, and by the way, you're going to be playing football. And Jim always stressed that over and over again. He always told me, he goes, no, we're recruiting student athletes. You're coming to UC Davis, all right, to play football, but you're coming to UC Davis to get an education. And I was like, wow, man, the culture here is great. Used to love, love being, I, I just, that was a really fun time in my broadcasting career doing UC Davis football. So the Causeway Classic uh, coming up this Saturday. Good stuff from Dorian. I'd forgotten all about the Causeway Classic this week because everything else is going on. All right, if you want to get on on the show today, just hit the hand icon, all right? And I'll put you right up on stage with me, all right? We'll do it. Kings tonight and the Nets, then the Kings and the Spurs. And then they wrap up the homestand. What do you think it's going to be like with Marvin Bagley? Assuming that Marvin does not get hurt between now and then, which I would think probably will happen uh, based on his history. And I'm not rooting for him to get hurt. I think it's great that he's back now playing and starting for the Detroit Pistons. And they're a young team. You know, they drafted Ivy, who a lot of the Kings fans thought they should have drafted. So, you know, Ivy's going to want to come in and put on a show. Bagley's going to want to come in and play very well. That should be a fun end of the homestand when the Detroit Pistons are in town taking on Sacramento. But first things first, the Nets tonight, followed by the Spurs and then the Pistons. You know, you would love to win all three, obviously. But, I mean, if you can go two and one here, all right, if you can go two and one and hit the road a game over 500, that's very good. And here's the other deal, that road trip. Have you looked at the road trip coming up? It's brutal. So. These are big games. You got to, you know, the West is, I mean, wow. The West is just like, wow, right? I mean, when you look at how well Utah has been playing and how well Portland's been playing, it's pretty darn impressive. Pretty darn impressive, to say the least. All right, so uh, tomorrow, here's what we got going on. 3 o'clock Pacific on my YouTube live show, Jerry Reynolds. All right, so Jerry will come on with me. We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll talk about everything else going on with the Kings and the NBA. That's at 3 o'clock. Then open form Wednesday right after that, and we'll get you through the rest of the week. But that is the schedule uh, coming up tomorrow. Always great having you here on Listen App. Hope you have a fabulous rest of the day. Take care. Grant Napier saying so long, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.